same way. Mm. Well, I know I do. So I wanted to switch it up there. But uh, welcome to uh, possibly the first ball feeling night. Yeah, it's cold. Are you wearing pants? You're all hoodied up. Are you wearing pants? Oh, you're, you're even you're even wearing pants. I'm not. I'm wearing shorts. Oh, I thought you were wearing nothing. You're uh, like Donald ducking it. Well, usually I have been because it's so hot out here, but it's cold, so I put I put shorts on. So we're. Uh, I guess maybe we should explain where uh, the absence of a show was last week. Uh, and that was the absence of a Joe. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago, my daughter had an ear infection. And it was a, it was just a shit show. Um, she wasn't sleeping, and it was just a, it was just uh, rough. So we had to postpone it. And then uh, last week I was at the shore again. Uh, so we you know took a break. And now we're back. Anything fun and exciting down there? Hmm. No, no, not really. Not really. Did I tell you I caught a turtle? No. Okay. Not this. Well, this wasn't. This didn't happen last week. It happened when I went down. This is what happened when I went down a month ago. So my family, we go crabbing. We like the crab. We've been doing it for. Like, I saw the picture. Yeah, actually. yeah. We do like. Uh, we've been going for like thirty years. We don't keep them. We just we throw them back. It's just you know for fun. So anyway, um, I threw a crab trap down, and I'm waiting. And then I start pulling up, and I'm like, this thing's fucking heavy. <laughs> and I'm pulling up, and I'm like, why is there a rock in there? Yeah. And I'm pulling up, I'm like, why is there a big rock in here? And I'm like, that's a fucking turtle. <laughs> and this thing was like, it was pretty big. It was like that big. And it was like, um, some guy it came. like a sea turtle, was it? No, it was, um, it was actually a snapping turtle. Um, I think it was like I don't know. Some guy came over and he said it's a. He might be. It might be an, uh, a baby alligator snapper or something like that, which was really weird. Um, but yeah, so like everyone took pictures with. I was like, we were by the bayside, so like all these people like came over and started like looking at it and taking pictures of it. And I was like a little mini celebrity for about five How minutes. How many autographs did you sign? I, none. Are you at the next Comic Con? None. None. I, I didn't sign anything. But okay. they'll regret that. But, um, yeah, so, and it's funny, I put it back down, and I lifted up, like, maybe a minute later, and he was gone. He took off. So, it was, uh, but I, in the 30 years I've been crabbing, that's never happened. <laughs> it was just, it was really cool. But that was, but that happened a month ago. I forgot to tell you last time I, uh, we did the podcast. So. Did you catch any crabs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we don't keep them, like oh, I said. Really? No, we don't keep them. We throw them back. We throw them back. They're not like what well, we did that time. I went crabbing again last week, and we did keep them. But the thing though with crabs is that they there's like no meat in there. Like unless you have like a ton, and you could do like uh, like one year we actually kept them, and we had a good amount. We made like maybe like four crab cakes. <laughs> they were they're like, they like this big, and. Um, so what we do is we just kind of throw them in a sauce and like just kind of do it that way. But there's like barely any meat in there. It, it's they're almost like not worth to keep sometimes unless you have like a ton. But if you have like six or seven, it's not even worth it. So. And Joseph, you know something? Uh, what? I used to work in seafoods, so I know exactly what you're talking about. You See? do. That's that's I for you know. Yeah. 
I forget you did, and I, but I don't forget. You know what I mean? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I remember you working seafood, obviously, but like I always kind of forget that you know about that stuff. Yes. Yeah. The world ends. I'm going to the ocean. Hmm. You're like a jack of all trades. Now, now you had a, a fun, exciting weekend uh, or week last week. I did not. Why? I, uh, I apparently. Well, let me. Let, we'll catch up on the story here. I wake up. I'm going to work. As I'm walking in, I get a shooting pain up my leg. Like it just. Technically, it was. I don't know how. It, my whole leg hurt, so I don't know where the sh- it was. I don't know if it was the shooting was going up or down, but my knee, like, I had no strength in my leg. And this happened maybe about a month ago. And I, like, I laid on the floor for, like, an hour. I'm like, I finally went away. But anyway, I'm getting in the work, and I'm standing there. I'm standing there. After a while, I'm like, I got to go. I'm like, I cannot. I can't take it anymore. Wow, you left I'm work like, early, huh? I, I left work early, which... Never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I proceed to get in my car, and I. You, I'm going to show you how sick I am. I got in my car, and I drove 30 miles an hour the entire ride from where I was to uh, the work hospital. Oh wow! You went to the hospital. I go to the ER. I'm in fucking pain. I, like. It was so, I couldn't even, I'm walking into uh, the ER, well, well, like cobbling. I look like a friggin', uh, I took a 12 gauge round to the knee. And I'm dragging my leg in, and I get to the door, and uh, like a security guard's there. He's like, you need a wheelchair? I'm like, nah, I'm good. He's like, you look like you're in pain. I'm like, yeah, I'm in a little bit of pain. He goes, let me get you a wheelchair. So I'm just sitting there, he gets me in a wheelchair. We get, <laughs> excuse me. I get in, I'm on the bed, I'm shivering, everything's like achy. <laughs> so I get in there and I, you know, I explain to the nurse what's going on, doctor comes in, they're like, alright, we're going to x-ray it, they x-ray it, and when they come back, they're like, you have a lot of fluid on your leg. Oh shit. Huh. And, I'm, and they're like, that's what's causing the pain. So like elevate it, ice it. Um, they said it could be like just fluid building up, or it could be like I tore something. <laughs> they have no clue what it is. They're like, you got to go to an orthopedist. Ugh. And well, anyway, I'm in so much pain that I even take medication. They give me like a 800 ibuprofen. I don't know if that's a lot or not, but like I never take medication ever. So. I'm sure, like, a baby aspirin would knock me on my ass. Huh. But they give me that. And then this is where the story turns. They go, I'm for, like, three and a half hours. And finally, I, when I'm leaving, they just go, okay, goodbye. Like, they don't offer me a wheelchair. <laughs> they didn't wrap my ankle. Like, they're, like, anything. Like, I'm... And I'm like, I, I went to the ER for a fucking pill. Yeah. And nothing for me. Yeah. And so I get home and I just come upstairs and I like passed out. Like I literally like passed out from the pain. 
and I will say this was probably the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, I've I've broken all like all my bones. None of that hurt as bad as this. Huh? So is it still hurting? It was about five hours straight of just intense pain. Fuck, man. So what happened? Uh, the next day I woke up and went to work. <laughs> but is it gone? Is the pain gone? Uh, no, I have I have like a knee wrap from when I first started running when I was heavy, mm-hmm. like where I needed to wrap my knees. So I just I've been wearing that to work every day since. Oh wow. Yeah, you know. Uh, I was not in a good way last week. You know, like it's fun. It hasn't happened recently, but a couple months ago, I was starting to get like this intense pain. But my knees are shot. Both my knees are shot from various injuries, and my left knee was really hurting behind the knee. And every time I put my hand back there, there was like a bulge. And um, I was talking to my uncle. My uncle had both his knees done about a year ago. And I was talking to him about it, and he goes, oh, he's like, really? <laughs> I go, why? I'm like, why do you say it like that? He goes, he's like, it's not bad, but he's like, there could be like a lot of fluid back there. Because what happened, it would hurt, and I would massage that bulge down, and it would go away. But it would happen like every so often. So he's like, you should really kind of go get, like, go to orthopedist and get it checked out. I never did. I really should, but it hasn't happened in months, so I don't know what the hell it was, but... Uh, I I don't know if it's the same kind of pain, but it was intense. Like I couldn't even walk, and that was like behind my knee. Yeah, I mean, I, I was worried I was gonna have like a stroke, like it was maybe like a blood clot or something. Yeah, I, I don't get jabbed, so I didn't have to really worry about that. But it was in the back of my mind. Yeah. And again, like the the signs that you okay. knew I was bad, I left work early. Yeah. I drove thirty miles, like well under the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Went to the ER took a pill but the one thing i refused to do is do a follow-up a uh they said they said you know like you may have to call a orthopedist or whatever to check first i'm like now nah, nah. i'll just so far so good with wrapping it and mm-hmm. uh if i can just keep going with that that direction that's what i'm gonna yeah do. if it happens again though like you really should because uh i, I don't know like all I, I remember um i read an interview with daryl strawberry years ago because he had these bad pains in his knees and him and he when he got the he would have Did to get have a crack <laughs> yeah that that too but he would have to get the fluid drained out of his knee and what they do is they go behind the knee and he goes it was the worst pain i've ever felt in my life when they drained when they drained it and i'm just thinking of that i'm like oh, i don't, I don't want to go through that <laughs> i'm a fucking pussy <laughs> so i'm like i'm kind of you know i'm like afraid to follow up because they're going to be I know I'm going to need surgery one day but the thing is like all I keep thinking is like I don't want to be out of work that long <laughs> I figured I got that's another what I, that's what I do yeah like, that, that's my main focus like I, like it pained me to leave early it pained oh yeah I, I mean I, I I never leave work early either so I you're, you're kind of like me and like we like go to work sleep hell sick you know like we really we kind of we have good work ethics I think yeah. So I, it, the only time I won't go to work is when it snows. Hmm. That's like my uh, my one caveat. No, I've done that. I I just sleep at work. Yeah, I did. But yeah, I, I feel After, you, man. Uh, I've I've always driven a long way to work, and I just refuse to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. There, there's enough people that work close enough to where I work that they can just they can go in. Yeah, I, I don't care. 
I see they if we if we call out when it when it snows we don't get paid which is bullshit but so it's almost like you kind of have to come in but. you know what though I wouldn't in all honesty I wouldn't mind that not getting paid because yeah I, I would as opposed to burning a sick day I would rather do that because like yeah, it might suck for a paycheck or two, or you know, if it was like a like a blizzard where you're out a few days. But I, I'd be okay with that. I like, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like grumpy about things. Um, <laughs> I I get like panic attacks. I get like, like all these things. All these things. Dude, so I'm I, the, just, I don't want to deal with it. I'm the same okay. way. If, if it's if, if if a snowstorm's coming, like I'm like like in a panic. So I'm just like, what am I gonna do? Like, how, like, and I start like making a game plan for myself, and I check the weather obsessively. Like, that's what I'm not looking forward to. Like, we kind of like made it out last year, okay? Like, we didn't have anything, but it's yeah. like I can't see that happening two years in a row. Like, I have a feeling like well, I mean, this. It's global warming. It's the the Earth's temperatures went up like point zero zero. Yeah, well, the you know the, the icebergs melted and the rainforest yeah. is dying and the ozone layer <laughs> and all that shit. But it, it's, uh, yeah. Dude, we've had more crises. We've had more crises than when two atomic bombs got dropped. I know, like, right? times they said we're going to die. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's always something, isn't it? <laughs> but I see you got a fancy mug there. Yes, so I got a visit from someone yesterday, and they bought me an official Bulls in the Ring tumbler. You can't see You're people. You're showing me. There's no one else that can see it but me. I know. <laughs> I'm but showing. So nice. I'm showing you like I'm, I'm showing very people. Very Vanna Whiteish there. Yeah. There you go. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to have coffee in it. I was gonna bring it to work yes. today, but I wanted the first drink out of it to be when we were when we were uh, when we were recording. So I, I, I saved myself. But I'm gonna bring it to work tomorrow and have coffee out of it. I dropped off the uh, the tumbler there. I did get to meet two people. Well, I met one before, but I don't think they would have remembered me. Mm. And then I got to meet someone else. It yes. was very exciting to meet them. Yeah, finally, you met you met my ba- the baby. Yes, gums. Yes, it's no longer gums though. No, she has uh, she has five teeth. There, there was five, and I just saw the two jumpers uh, in the. Front. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> she's like a little Bucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, she has. Uh, well, she has four. You can see, and I think one broke. Another one on the bottom broke through. Um, yeah, but she's chomping everything, man. Like we had to put bumpers on her crib. The first one didn't do this. This one chews everything. So when she wakes up, she started chewing the crib. So there's a. <laughs> yeah, I gotta send a picture to you. She chewed like not a. Not a hole, but she chewed to the wood, like to the wood underneath. <laughs> like it's Did gnawing at. Finish off. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we got a we got a like they call it a green crib, like in case they chew on it, like it's not toxic to them. So we had to put these. Like a rawhide. Yeah. Or like a rawhide uh, crib. I guess so, but uh, we had to put like these bumpers on it, and the first time she slept there, she was pissed because she couldn't chew, <laughs> she couldn't chew the crib. <laughs> She's chewing on the, the the bumper thing. Um, yeah, and and you met my old my oldest wants to know when you're coming back. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm packing a bag. I'm moving in. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get the top bunk though. Okay. 
That's fine. But you have to deal with her then. No, no, I mean you and your wife. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. Actually, we'll kick her out, and you can just sleep in the bed with me. <laughs> now, when we were there, your, your daughter has a distinct pose. Mm-hmm. And I tried to break her on it. I was, I, I was like, I'm going to be a, a good influence, and I'm going to get her to, to break that pose. So I wanted her to do the Hulkster uh, pose, but... She can do Hulkster. She, so what happened was she's, um, she likes giving the peace sign. She has no idea what it means, but she likes to give the peace sign. Um, and so where she got this, she did dance. And at the, um, the recital, I guess she saw a lot of the older girls doing that pose. So now she does it. She does it everywhere. Every time I take a picture, she does this pose. <laughs> so I'm like, Harper, put the, put the, uh, I said her name, whatever. I said, put the peace sign down. <laughs> but, she, you know, she, she lets her thing, so, whatever, but. Now, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm trying to think now, other than maybe, like, throwing up a deuces, have you ever given anyone the peace sign? Um... Probably. Really? Probably. Like now, not like the, like, there's two, like, with your palm facing them or your palm facing you. I've done that, like, you know, deuces. But you've actually given the palm out, two finger peace sign to someone. I, I mean, maybe. I'm, you know, I think when I was younger and I first figured out how to do it, like, they probably might have done it a lot. I don't think I've ever done it in pictures. Um,. I, uh, sometimes, though, if someone lets, lets me pass, I do it, like, out of, like, uh, almost like a thank you, but, like, I realize it's like this. It's a wave, though. That's, a, that's, like, like, yeah. that's like a claw. It's like a mini claw. Yeah. Nah, my, uh... Forty-four claw. I do this a lot in pictures. <laughs> the, the Jimmy Snooker, I love you. Yes. I do that a lot. Uh... No, I don't mean. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't say with confidence. I haven't. Um, okay. Again, I mean, taking out the, the the child part where you don't understand it. In my comprehend, you know, comprehensive state of mind, I've never done it. I can admit that I've never done it. Well, you're not about peace. I, well, that too. But I, <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate oh really? It. I'm gonna do it every time I see you. Peace, Tom. I just. Oh God! It I'm just, a, it, it just uh, even I close my eyes there, and I can see it in like with the uh, with the way the light is off the screen. Oh uh, God! It just it's something I never liked. And the worst part, stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. And there's an emoji for that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send it to you now from now on. I don't like this this new attitude here. <laughs> but. I like I love the '60s. I like the music. I like the history of it. All that stuff. That is the one thing. If I could go back in time and, and find out who uh, invented it, I would snap their fingers off. You like '60s music? Yeah, I don't mind it. Like uh, the Fifth Dimension and Aquarius and all that crap. But not, not the <laughs> not so much. You know what? Not so much the hippie stuff. Uh huh. Um, more like that. Uh, the Beatles. <laughs> Like that, like. Because what is '60s music? It's it's mainly like that stuff. 
like yeah, kind of like the maybe British. like the Beach Boys, like early Beach Boys, not when they were all fucking on drugs. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like that, like uh, Austin Powers type of that. that I don't know. I just it, I don't mind it. Like if, if I'm listening to uh, the uh, serious radio and I get to like the channels of the '60s and th- th- it's just like I don't know the song, but it's like uh, like a dance type of song, like psychedelic you know I mean? like stuff. You watch the '60s movies and they're like dancing like jerk offs. Mm. Okay, so like the psychedelic parts then. You like that? Cause trailing into that. Okay, I, I think I I think I know what you mean. Where it was like bands and then. It, See, I, I can't think of uh, any bands that would be from there. Ooh, I can name a I can name a few. Ooh, uh, Jimmy Hart's band. There you go. The Gentries. That's good stuff. Yeah. Their one song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the Hollies. I always thought the Hollies were the Hollies were another British yeah, band. Like, but yeah, I, I don't mind that. Yeah, but but yeah I, I, I like the sixties to the mid. As I'm getting older, maybe mid nineties now. Like I, it was always the mid eighties that I liked, but like that time frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the mid '90s is creeping up because I, I listen to a lot of nostalgic stuff that makes me mm-hmm. miss it kind of in a way. Where does your nostalgia? You, so that's a, that's a good question for you. What's when does your nostalgia end? I don't think it ever does. Well, and, and I, I kind of been thinking about this lately because I've been really reminiscing about like maybe like ten years ago, eleven years ago, kind of thing. Not so much the music, just like the time, like. It was like so. It was like right before like social media really kind of broke through, and everything was still kind of like normal. Um, but like as the years go on, I reminisce more and more about like further into my life. You know, like I'll think like, oh, you know, I'll listen to like something from like 2008, and I'm like, oh, this wasn't so bad. Um, so like my nostalgia keeps I guess growing like you like you just said like it doesn't really end, but it, I guess if I had to pick a frame where it ends it'd be like 2011 2012 because anything after that I'm like <laughs> I, I really kind of like stop listening to so much music like music that came around after like 2012 2013 you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But like if I really I'm had a get back. Oh. yeah. See, for me, it, it never really ends because like, with my job, like, you go to your job, you pretty much do the same kind of work every day, right? Yeah, pretty much. With my job, it was, like, off the wall. Like, it could be anything and everything. So every once in a while, I'll think of, like, a, a call I was on. It's just, like, wacky. And then I just, like, so I get nostalgic about that. And, mm. and it's going to be even worse once I'm officially done. Right. You know, like, where I... You know that that's a that's a a new or an old chapter, I guess you could say, in my life. Like or a past chapter. Like so, like I don't know how you, but for me, like not every song I know, but like most songs I know that can remind me of something. Either it's a person or a time, a, a certain time period, or like something that was happening around that time. Or do you do you get like that? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like one song, but, uh, like I was listening to something today, and it, and it made me think of uh, a certain event that happened years ago, and I was like, oh, you know, like this song reminds me of that. And the next song came out, I'm like, oh, this song reminds me of this person, you know. Like I, I, I 
that happens like all day. <laughs> all day I'm nostalgic. Yeah, I, 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 today I had probably, it was a, this was a, this was one that kind of like really, uh, made me think. Today was the first day that, um, my older daughter was on varsity swimming, where she actually was swimming in a, a meet. Last year she was on JV. They called it the JV team, but they weren't allowed to swim in meets. They were just allowed to do practice. Right. So today was the, the first one that she was doing, and we were in there, and like a flood of things just like hit me. Oh, of course. Though. When I was on the swim. Yeah, team. I'm sure. Like the the walls are different. Um, you know where they used to have like the school records. They're painted over. Like you can still kind of see like the the outlines of it. Oh, really? Like the huh? Yeah, so you can see it. But it's covered in uh, purple, and then and they they put up this new thing. They have the scoreboard somewhere else, and then I'm looking at the flag, and I'm like, was the flag always there? Like I couldn't remember. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, I looked over where I thought it was, and then I'm like, no, what was over there was they took down our uh, our section nine uh, banner. Really? Freshman year, we won we won uh, the section nine tournament, and no respect for history. Now, see, that, I'm wondering if they maybe moved it to the gym. I don't know. You know, like kind of like a rafters type thing. Mm. I haven't been in that school in a long time, and and like I um, <clears throat> someone posted something of like the classroom, and the, the, everything looks so different in there. Like it's like modern. Oh well, yeah. I mean, Warwick's gonna whatever they can get, they're gonna just. Oh, of course, but it's just like I'm looking, I'm, and I was looking at, it, I'm like, man, like it looks so different. Like, I probably wouldn't know where I was if I stepped foot in that school now. Oh, it's, it's definitely weird. Uh, like, from when we went there, um, the teacher's lounge was over in the English hallway. Like, it was in one hallway, mm -hmm. and it was upstairs, above where the, um, our old uh, weight room was. Right, yes, it was. Yeah. And then when I went to go work there, the teacher's... Um, the uh, teacher's lounge was now where the principal's office was. Hmm. Like that whole area was gutted. Huh. And then when I was when I was working there, the weight room was where uh, Torgerson's room was. Really? Yeah. Like right in the there. Wow. Yeah, his room was gone. Huh. And then now they have like the weight room on a totally new part of the school have you ever been in that like where they have the uh, they call it like the, I think the wall of champions or hall of champions no no I, I haven't stepped foot in that school and I couldn't even tell you man when, I mean when, when do I have business being in there I don't have any kids that go there you know that's true yeah I've seen the outside but I haven't I haven't really stepped I couldn't tell you the last time I stepped foot in there Probably in the early 2000s. Maybe. Really? Yeah, it's been a really long time. Been See, really it, it's weird because, like, I was there all the time with, even when they were in Sanfordville, because any, like, play that they had, like, they, they would always, uh, like, um, band stuff. It was always in the, the high school, so. But you sent a picture today of uh, the football practice. I think they were practicing, right? Yeah, and I, and I, and I was only boys. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, summer sessions. 
like that perfect example I was listening to uh, Van Halen Best of Volume 1 the black cover and that came and I remember listening to that in the weight room during um, it was before summer it was when you had your broken ankle Yes. And we I remember exactly where Yeah. And that would play that whole someone had that C D and they would play that and then our coach would come in and take that off and put in the Lost Boys soundtrack. <laughs> so that summer it was either Van Halen or it was the Lost Boys soundtrack. It was one of those two. Every single time we were in there. So every time I hear something off one of those Albums, it always takes me back to the weight room. That's uh, summer of '97. It was. That's how long ago. Um, so that's. I mean, that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Anytime I hear something, I think about you and your broken ankle, and us just hanging out in the weight room that summer before summer sessions started. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, and a, a fellow teammate of ours, whenever I hear. Um uh, what's it, what the hell's the name of the song? I think of uh, a certain redhead that was in the courtyard screaming it. Mm. You know, superstar. Always reminds me like, of him. It just, it was like every time I hear it, it literally flashes me back. Like I can remember just standing in a certain spot in the senior hallway where yeah. the door was, and right at like it, it just shoots me right back. Because to that he spot. he sang it. All the time, all the time. It was that whole first, like the fall, like the beginning of ju- our junior year. That song came out, and he would always sing that song. <laughs> and every time I hear that song, I think of him. Well, it's funny you you bring that up. <clears throat> now, to circle him back a second, mm-hmm. do you remember in the locker room? It, this song was always playing before a game. Uh, if you say I'll, I'll, it'll probably ring a bell, but what is it? I don't know. Uh, the, uh, I'll give you a hint. The uh, Blue Marlin reeled it in. No, I don't. I don't know. It was Firestarter. Did he? I don't remember that. I can remember it all the time, and they put the uh, like the. Boombox, or I think it was a whatever. I, I yeah. still call them a boombox, even if it's like a CD player. Uh huh. But I remember it right by the um, by the gym teacher slash yes. head coach's office. Yes, it was always and there. It was always and there. That was right. Literally, the speaker was right across the locker room from my locker. Mm-hmm. So like, I was getting blasted. Where mine was too that year. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I I do remember that boombox. Being there the entire time, I don't remember Firestarter, but I, I do remember it being there. Yeah, that's funny. So, well, uh, but yeah, that. Uh, well, I actually had a question for you. Okay, ask the question. <laughs> Speaking of noise and, and music and things like that, do you think a <laughs> when a person who's deaf they've been deaf since birth when when they fart do they think it's funny because like if i heard someone fart i'm gonna laugh i don't care where it is it, i'm gonna giggle but then letting out the fart you, you know just, you think that they giggle they, f- they re- <laughs> yes they do because they feel it 
They definitely feel it. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> yeah. They feel it, and they've obviously smelled the fart. They feel the vibrations. They probably smelled their own fart. They probably have that sixth sense where they have, like, a, a certain... Like, they probably even know what it smells like. Well, yeah, of course they know what it smells like if they're deaf. <laughs> but they probably can f- figure out, like, is the, if the vibration is loud enough to create a funny noise. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they don't know what noise is. They don't, but... In their head, they're probably like, that was a loud one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, or they know, like, oh, it's a silent one. They're going to really smell this one. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I believe they do. I, I believe they do. Okay. How could you not? You know? I still laugh when I fart. Okay. It's funny. To me, nothing be- <laughs> like, my three favorite things are... A- I know you don't like him or the show. I don't think uh, ridiculousness. I hate that show. <laughs> yeah, we watch it just because I, I, it's a short show. Like it's like a filler show. Mm-hmm. Like right now, there's nothing on TV. We're watching a lot of them, but I, I just like them because I. I if people farting last, I, I can't stop laughing. Mm. I will. I will have a fucking belly laugh for a good, like, tears, belly laugh for, like, a good five minutes. Like, I have to stop uh, the show. Yeah. <laughs> and what really saddens me is, me and you used to do those. Do what? Fart? <laughs> no, well, that, that too. But we would laugh, and we would laugh off of each other, and people would get pissed. Because we would, like, we, we couldn't... We, we did. <laughs> it'd go on for five, ten minutes. Yeah, we did. We definitely... <laughs> We're 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 a, we're an annoying team <laughs> to some people, probably everybody. Yeah, as as told the story a few uh, podcasts ago about being separated from the the Great Adventure Six trip. Flags. Yeah, yeah, motherfuckers <laughs> wouldn't let us sit together in the car. <laughs> uh, well. So we're speaking of nostalgia, um, as I, and as usual when I'm away, a whole bunch of people died, um, and I guess the first person we can get into is uh, Bob Barker, passed away yes. at the ripe old age of 99. He, he missed his 100th birthday by a few months. Um, he didn't go over the limit. He did not. He he went to the do- he, he got as close to a dollar as he can get. Yep. Um, but yeah, he he, he passed away. And it's weird because like you kind of he's just one of those guys who kind of like forgot he was alive because he just hasn't really been around that much in the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, he 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 finally passed away. Uh, he, when did he leave Prices Right? Maybe like ten years ago. Oh no, I think it was longer than that. Really? Drew Carey was fat. Yeah, and he, it seemed like ten years ago. It was probably a long. But he, I know he made it into the two thousands. Um, you could probably look it up, and I just. But, uh, yeah, he passed away, uh, and, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a sad thing. I don't know if you tried watch my, my, uh, my dad watches The prices right now because he's retired and it's all he does now, but, um, sometimes, like, I'd watch it with him, like, he would, he would record it and watch it at night, and it just, it wasn't the same, it, it just had that, like, a different vibe to it. See, they, to me, they modernized it. I loved watching it in the, like, well, even on, like, they have a... I forget what the name of the channel is, but they play like all old shows. It's not like uh, Nick at Night, mm-hmm. but it's like they'll just play like every day at the same time. They'll play like the Golden Girls. 
so like you can watch the entire season or the entire series but like at a set time but uh they they play a lot of the old prices right where it's like that 70s look i i like that a lot better that reminds me of childhood that it does staying home sick sick yeah 2007 so you were all right it was it was a lot longer than 10 years ago so 2007 he left it didn't feel that long ago but wow um yeah so he uh didn't really i don't know where he died from i, I mean i guess old age <laughs> but uh but he worked till like he was like 85 yeah a long fucking time um I'm trying to see where he uh uh Natural causes. I mean, at that age, it's got to be. Where else could it really be? But that's that's the way to go, man. Like he. You know what's scary though? Betty White was older than him. By a few months, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, well, yeah, she died. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, she was. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <clears throat> well, rest in peace, Bob Barker. Um, then Terry Funk passes away at seventy-nine. Yeah. Um, wrestler from the '60s, seven all the way until like maybe a couple of years ago, he finally retired. So I made, I remember they made a big deal that he wrestled like in the sixth, his sixth or seventh decade or something like that. Um, uh, just I mean, a crazy career because like he really sort of like he was a, he was a, always as like a he was always a brawler wrestler and then in the 90s he really just reinvented himself as like a deathmatch guy and uh was in a lot of those Japanese deathmatch tournaments and then he went to ECW where he was a big star there and, and it's just crazy he really had like two separate careers he was a tag team guy and then like and then he fought I mean he was a, there was a Saturday Night Main Event where he fought Hogan for the title and then his he got older and he just kind of became crazy <laughs> and he started yeah. in these crazy ass matches and he became like pretty much the king of death matches um he's well, at least one of them um but yeah what a career and he's also an actor yes yeah him and uh, Stallone I, I was watching I've been catching up on things and they actually show you know like how they'll show like tweets of it yeah and, and it showed uh, Stallone giving him a like a shout out oh yeah well, Stallone's a big wrestling guy He, he, uh... yeah, they... Now I can't remember. We did see him many a time. You know, in ECW, because I can remember the Funk U shirt. I don't know if I ever seen him wrestle in ECW. I don't think I ever did. I'm almost positive. You saw him in WCW. Didn't you go to a night show? Yeah, I think you went to a night. Yeah, well, he brought that over. Uh, okay. I remember you went to Nitro and he was there, and it, didn't he point point you out or something like that? I mean, I'm thinking of someone I can't else. Remember, I was yeah. yeah, you probably were. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, he uh, doesn't really say what happened. He was he was winding down. I remember about a year ago there was a rumor that he was on his way out and he kind of just hung in there. Um, but uh, yeah, well, uh, qu- quite a career. Um, and then finally, which is the most surprising out of all of them, uh, Bray Wyatt. Now, did you ever, I, I, you kind of started watching wrestling back again as like, I don't think he was around. Did you see him wrestle the last, the last time or no? Did you miss that? 
missed pretty much all the Bray Wyatt stuff except for maybe like three matches. Okay. But I, when I went back and I was watching up for championship wrestling, he was on there. Yeah. Um, so like I kind of got to watch literally the end of his career and the beginning of it now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he was the son of uh, Mike. Uh, not yeah, Mike Windham, right? Mike Rotunda. Sorry, Mike Rotunda. Yes. Mike Rotunda. Oh, who was uh, IRS? Um, he, uh, I guess he had some <clears throat> great, great rush. I, I always loved his stuff. Like he was really like um, psychological. Um, and a couple years ago, he did this thing called the uh, the Firefly Funhouse. Before he returned, it was um, like months and months of buildup where he just like had these vignettes of uh, him in like a Pee Wee's Playhouse kind of thing, but it was very dark. Um. And it was so cool. Like, I couldn't wait to see, like, every week. Like, I would watch just to see what this next one would be. Um, and he came back in, like, this, like, really creepy mask. And they kind of, like, pushed him too hard too soon with that. And it just kind of imploded. But uh, they released him about two years ago. And then he came back around this time last year. And it was such a big deal. And everyone was really excited. And there was this big buildup with that where they had, like, um, these, like, barcodes in the background. And you had to, like, quickly scan it. And it would lead to, like, this, um, like, these, like, little things on the computer that you had to, like, um, figure it out. Like, these, like, uh, yeah, if you, you, yeah, if you YouTube it. This is when Triple H first took over. And it was, like, it was really wild because you'd be, like, looking in the background for shit while, like, someone was giving an interview. Or, like, it'd be, like, on the, the, uh, the microphone thing so like it would just be there and you like it wouldn't even be pointed out it was really wild it was like it was again it was just a really cool thing to do just waiting for this guy to return because it didn't say he was returning but like everyone kind of figured it out so then he comes back and like he was there for a couple months and then he just left and no one knew why and then a couple months ago it kind of got revealed that he was dealing with like a life and slash career threatening issue, but he might be going getting past it. He might be coming back soon. So, and the last I heard was that he was kind of on the mend and he was coming back. And I guess what happened was, from what I've read, is that at the beginning of the year he got COVID, and it kind of triggered something with his heart. So he was dealing with that, and he got better. And I guess. A couple weeks ago, they, they told him like you know your heart's not doing so great. You gotta wear uh, you gotta wear something when you go to sleep. He ends up taking a nap. He doesn't wear it, and he had a heart attack in his sleep, I guess, and he and he passed away. Uh, Thirty six years old, very very young. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of shitty because it's almost like he had such a like a a brilliant mind. It's like what else could he have done? You know what I mean? And he had such a he had a good career. He won the world title a couple of times, and uh, it's just it's sad because it's when someone goes that young and has such a great like mind for uh, not so much for wrestling but for like the entertainment aspect of it. You gotta wonder like man, he could have done so much more, and now we'll never know what happens. So, but I, I don't think he could have been a dusty. What do you mean? In regards to. Uh like the uh, booking type thing. Hmm. I don't know. More of a, uh, I, Vince Russo. 
Yeah, maybe like that. Like someone who can, who can like create storylines or help create characters. That in that kind of aspect. And I just farted. <laughs> I don't know if you heard on that end. <laughs> but, um, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I think he definitely would have had a career backstage in some aspect of like helping create stuff. Um, but just a brilliant mind and has gone way, way too soon. And it's just, uh, it was a shitty week for wrestling because he died the day well, after you, Terry Funk. You didn't Funk. get them all. What happened? I have one. You didn't get them all. I have one. Who? It would be Abe Jacobs. He was a New Zealand professional wrestler. <laughs> oh, okay. He, uh, he wrestled during the golden age of wrestling. And uh, he was a baby face, and it, they called him the Jewish. This is this is the time we're in the Jewish heavyweight champion. <laughs> now well, I don't know if maybe that was done during World War, you know, two to kind of maybe uh, play it up. Mm. But he, uh, I guess he he had numerous bouts with uh, Luthez, Gene Kinski, Buddy Rogers, hmm. uh, to name a few. So I mean, he he wrestled, you know, during that age. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he died in 95 in uh, Charlotte, so he was down in uh, Crockett area. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of Crockett, what a interesting fact about him is he, he had the first ever match against Ric Flair. So Ric Flair's debut oh, was against no him. Oh, shit. Wow. So, huh. Yeah, I'm looking him up now. He, he wrestled, like, Buddy Rogers, Buddy Rogers, like you said, Dick Hutton, Gene Kineski. Um, so he was, like, in the 60s, 70s, and I said... Early '80s, he kind of left. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they, that, that was one like that popped because it was like I forget. I was just I was looking up, um, you know, the the wrestlers, and there was one story like way down that all three of them had died. So I was like, oh, let me check out the third one. Hmm. So. Yeah, I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything about that. I. I I never, I don't know who this guy is. I never, I never heard of him. Maybe I heard of him in passing. I just kind of didn't think of it. But uh, yeah, quite. Uh, he has quite a resume. Uh, NWA Tag Champions with Don Curtis. Um, he was another champion with uh, K Stacks Calhoun, who's a famous heavyweight wrestler. Um, yeah. He, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Na- Nature Boy Frick Flair's first opponent. I'm reading on Wikipedia, by the way. So if you want to. Dive into this guy's career. Go right there. Um, so there we go. Any other deaths that I missed? Uh, that's, that's all that I can think of right now. Okay. Uh, well, not a death, um, but also last week the uh, I guess Donald Trump was arrested, um, and his mugshot made the social media rounds. And uh, when I first seen it, I thought it was I thought it was uh, um. I thought it was like a Photoshop thing, but it is quite real. And he looks quite pissed. <laughs> well, I mean, when they... You have uh, Hunter Biden with, you know, all this stuff, uh, you know, all, all these charges. They find coke in the White House, all this stuff. His court date's not for, like, four years, and Donald Trump's getting fast-paced right to when election time is. Mm. Like... All this stuff is going down, and it's just—I I would be irate too. Like I don't know. 
Well, well, let me ask. They are just so afraid of him. It's unbelievable. Let me ask you this. I, I believe I asked you this seriously a couple weeks ago. Do you really think he had a shot of, of winning? Mm-hmm. Do you really? Because I, I honestly don't think he did. And I'm not saying that to like piss off anybody. I'm just saying it as the fact that like when he won the first time, he had just this enormous following. Um, and it was just like, I guess not, not only, I don't want to say like the end thing, but like he just had he had like uh, uh, um, what you call it? Uh, rolling down a hill. What's <laughs> help me out here? The big mo. No, no, no. When like uh, momentum, he had momentum. He had a lot of oh. momentum. Yeah, okay. All right, I didn't know what you meant. Um, but this time, like, he really wasn't doing much, or maybe I just wasn't really paying it that close attention. But well, remember, this was in the middle of COVID, so you couldn't have a, you know a rally in a you know Madison Square Garden. Well, I'm talking about in the last year. You know what I mean? Like, he just got arrested last week, but, like, nothing's really been going down. Like, he's been really... If, I knew he was running, but he's been... It seems like he's been kind of, like... No, he's late. been having... Uh, he's been having rallies. Oh, really? They're, just, they're... They're small. I think what, by doing this uh, mugshot thing, that that is gonna... That is gonna make him infamous. And I think we're gonna have a uh, another Grover Cleveland here. I think he is gonna win yeah, I don't, this one. I don't think so, man. I I, I don't think I, I, if I'm being completely honest, I don't. I I and I don't want to see. I I think I think Biden's gonna win again. I just uh, this, I don't this, even think they're gonna run him. They'd be stupid to because there's no way he's lasting another another turn. This guy, this guy is losing it. He's falling all over the place. He's not remembering shit. I think they want this girl in, Kamala Harris. I think that's their ideal plan. I think I, they kind of. I think they didn't. I think they did a science experiment, and with the polling numbers, they're completely off. Okay. But with them, you never know. They may love that because they want chaos. Mm-hmm. I think they would go with Newsom, which is going to be a disaster in its own because look how shitty California is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just all shit. Like there's there's no one. Usually I can always kind of tell if like someone's gonna win or not because you could just kind of like again like that momentum factor. And it, there's no there's not one on either side, you know. So it's almost like he's Biden is almost like a shoe in for this next election because there's just no dominant force to oppose him this time around, except for. It, 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 I mean, I guess you could say Trump, but, like, again, like, all this shit going on, he's been kind of laying low, in my opinion. It's not like last time. Or the, I mean, the, or the time before that, I guess I could say, when, like, when he was against Clinton, and, I mean, he was just, like, huge. You know? I don't know. Well, to me, everyone hates Hillary Clinton. They just they, they do. can't stand her. Oh, of course. And, and I, think, I think that's I why think he won the first time around. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, but I think that they hate Biden more because remember one thing. I owned, I was a liberal and I owned a small business. I owned a flower shop. People couldn't come to my shop. I, I lost my everything. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a liberal and my grandmother died and she couldn't have a proper funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, 
all the stuff with Hunter and it's slowly, I mean, it's, it's at a, a drip mm-hmm. of shit actually leaking out on the mainstream, you know, media. But between that and how much the media lies, I think that they, they fucked themselves. And I think by arresting Trump, I think that really fucked them. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> My... I don't like, but this is something I've, I've kind of been hearing through rumblings on, you know, like on uh, social media and stuff. The black community has fallen in love with him because now he's got a mugshot. He's got credential. Mm. <laughs> like, they're, they're, and they say that they like to latch on to like that. Okay. And that could really hurt him. And the actually the um, black Republican vote and black minority vote has actually been going up steadily. Like, I mean, look at DeSantis. DeSantis won Miami County. Or uh, Trump won, excuse me, Trump won Miami County. Like, which has never happened before in mm. the last election. Right. But so, what I think, I think that that, I think that's going to really hurt him, this, this photo. But what I think hurts the Republican Party in general is what, what is top of your head? What does the Republican Party represent? In, like their ideology, or top of your head? Represent? Top of your head. Maybe I'm asking the wrong person because you're you're very deep into this. To me, and I'm not saying I think this. I'm thinking this is maybe what the media puts out. Is that the Republican Party represents? Rich white America, and I think that hurts it. Which is funny because it's probably not. Well, yeah, you and you and I know that, but I'm talking about what the. I mean, you're talking about like eight, say eighteen, new eighteen year olds, you know, who are going to vote for the first. I mean, the media spouts out that these people represent that, whereas Biden and that whole party represents. Minority and the poor and all that BS. Okay, because see, and this is this is, and I can tell you one the quickest way to uh, change their minds. Yes, um, rich white men are, are Republicans. Rich, you know that they're whatever you want to call it, elitist. This, that, and the other. Republican Party wants to lower your taxes. Mm-hmm. Why do they want to lower your taxes? Then everyone gets more money. Right. So we're not out for just the rich white man. We're out for everyone. Oh, yeah. I... And the Democrats thing is spending causes inflation. Mm-hmm. So... You having higher taxes and higher inflation is because of one thing, where we want to do the opposite. And that would be, that's what, that to me, the Republican Party has a problem with branding and explaining. And I think if you just did it to someone in that simple of terms that I just did, who, I mean, who would not sign up for that? I, I would sign up. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I want more money. Who doesn't want more yeah. money? But, but the problem is, and... What the Democrats are good at, they will attack. The Republicans don't, and that's just a whole other story. But and there, and, and this is—I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But from what I've, when, I, when talking to people who 
vote for Biden and that stuff. Their thing is they, they don't care about, which is bullshit in my eyes. They don't care about themselves. They want to see, like, like what about the poor? It's like, you know, they don't give a fuck about you. They, I mean, who, like, you got, at the end of the day, you got to look out for yourself. Yes. You know, like, I don't, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be, sound like a dick. I don't care about some crackhead who's working at McDonald's and, and is making minimal, I, I don't care about that. Okay? I, I want, I have, I have two kids, I have a family, like, and I, I want more money. Like, and, and that's how I see it. They don't give two shits about me. So I have to give two shits about them? Well, that's... That's the thing, and that's their strength is they know how to, um, they're you car salesmen. They know how to sell you something. Right. They can sell you a product. They're an infomercial guy. You know, yes, we need this because it's the right thing to do, and they pull at the heartstrings. And now they want to have all these programs. I mean, they billions of dollars for reforesting a forest. Um, you know, money in this last uh, portless bill that was abor- um, allotting abortions for men, you know, but, like stupid shit like that. But then these people that sit there and say, oh, I, I like that ideology. And now someone says, well, I like this and this is a little more, you know, this is like I, I support gay people. Well, now the other person's got to trump them. No pun intended. Like, well, I, I support um, trans people. I support indigenous you know, Cape Codian, indigenous, albino, you know, whatever. And, like, they always have to one-up each other. Mm-hmm. So the problem is getting through to them on the on the messaging. Like, you don't want this. Like, having all these programs is great if they were practical, if they worked. None of them work. I mean, and they want to put more government in your life. You know, they want bigger government where... You look at the DMV and the post office, they're train wrecks trying to get shit. I mean, your job is to deliver mail. It literally tells you where it's going, and they fuck it up. Mm. They lose it. They, I mean, the DMV is a, is a fucking nightmare. No one likes going to the DMV. No. Between that and the dentist are the two worst things people love doing or like doing. Uh, that's the problem. But they, they want... They, if you, I think if the Republican Party could swing them on those two, just those two, if they broke through on that, I think that would change a lot of people's minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I pray for my wallet that Trump wins because, I mean, it's just, it's been a shit show. Like, it's just been one thing after the next when it comes to, like, work and and all this shit and now they're talking about a new variant coming out and you know it's gonna be they're gonna redo the mass mandates and all this yeah i i heard i heard about this but has it come up here yet the new the new variant again not that you care but (laughs) we're getting into the fucking we're getting into the fall and the winter this is when people get sick so yes it's gonna look like there's more people going in Maybe it'll be a bad flu season. Maybe the flu shot has a little bit more than what it's supposed to be, so it really affects shit. Trust anything that the fucking government does, mm. in all honesty. But I, I think that this is just, it's just another manipulation. And people are, and, and honestly, I, I'm not trying to sound offensive to this, but people are that stupid, they don't see it. Yeah. You know, like what? This variant comes out every four years? 
Mm. It happens to be during election season. <laughs> I mean, it just, everything about it, it's just... I, I know. I, 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 I don't think it's... I mean, I, 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 I heard about it through somebody. I haven't really seen anything about it. I just I know there is another variant, but I haven't heard anything really like concrete. Um, I don't think it's gonna get like how it was with the hysteria. Um, cause I think people are just kind of tired of it, and you know, then things are back to normal now, and um, the media is concentrating on all this stuff with Trump and all this stuff in the White House, and this you know, they have their stories. So now when oh, that yeah. dies down. Who knows? Maybe they'll build it up, but it, it's. Ooh. I'm ripping them over here. What did you have for dinner? Did you hear that one? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, we ordered pizza. That's probably what. I'm like, just unbelievable. I gotta, I gotta go back on my, uh, my fasting. Kind of. The vacations killed me. But uh, anyway, so I, I yeah I don't know I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I think it's uh, just hearsay right now. These mandates. I, I'm not wearing a fucking mask again. That's for damn sure. Yeah. It, it, I am so happy that I'm, I'm I'm an asshole like that where I was just like completely against everything. I I will say you got by. <laughs> Without, I mean, you were so against vaccines, of, and you're fine. Your, fa- your everyone in your family was okay, right? Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're kind of like living proof of the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I, there was zero hysteria in my house. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. It, I mean, you could really kind of go go with something with that, you know? Like, I didn't get vaccinated, and I didn't wear a mask everywhere, and I'm fine. I never got it once. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> Again, though, it's the flu. Like, uh, it is the flu. It is the flu. I don't think it's as deadly as it... I mean, when it first arrived here, I mean, yeah, of course, it was horrible, and people were dying, but as time went on, like, it just got weaker and weaker and weaker, and then it, it's... The, and I think a lot of people kind of caught on to that um, and stopped caring, and then here we are. You know, and then, and of course, then all this stuff with the, the news shifted away from that and started talking about other shit, and now you don't hear about it. Again, it's all about what well, the big story is. Well, I mean, even this, like, you have, in the beginning, you had people, and they were wearing masks. Everyone was nervous. And, you know, a few people weren't, and then a few states opened up, and people are like, well, you know what, they ain't doing that bad. Let me try it. And it, it, it eventually, it... The downslope on it went amazing. I still love seeing people in stores with it on. I like. I just want to like take it and just pull it off the face and let it snap into it. Like, 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 like I know. Honestly, if you are if you are two years out, everyone in the world is not wearing a mask other than you. Like, are you that worried that it's gonna come and grab you? Like, yeah. how, like, what do you do? Like, is your house completely like made of like uh, bubble uh, wrap? Like. Wh- you do not know. drive anywhere. Like, how do you get places? How yeah. do you, like, you're taking more of a risk in a fucking car. I still see it, too. I, I see some people at the supermarket. I mean, it's, like, it's like rare. You'll get, like, one or two people in the supermarket. I'll, sometimes I'll, dra- I'll drive by someone, I see someone wearing a mask. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you're in, a ma- you're in your own car. 
by yourself and you're wearing a fucking mask. Like, you're a retard. It's so stupid. Yeah, I just... Worry about catching your own fucking germs. I'm telling you. And that's the thing. Like, I... Doing my job, I was dealing with all sorts of people outside, sharing cars, this, that, and the other. And nothing. And I... Like, to me, I think the people that got hurt from it were people that were had pre-existing condition. You know, they may have had uh, a little bit of sugar foot. They might have had, you know, been a smoker, so their lungs were a little compromised, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it really affected. Oh, d- of course. And then the, in the beginning, like the deaths in the beginning, to, you know, a, a normal healthy person probably got it, was sick for a few days, i.e. the flu, and then got over it. And the fact yeah. that they knew, like, exactly, oh, if you're six feet apart, you're good. If it's, you know, after 11 days, you can unquarantine. Like, well, like, not everybody's the same. Like, how do you know that my quarantine time couldn't have been four days and, and yours could have been 18 where you still had it in you? Like, that, that, like, to me, the whole, when you, when you start putting numbers on, sh- on shit like that, that's where I just start, you, you, you lose me. Mm hmm. So, I just, I don't know. I, I think if they try to pull this out again, I think it'll be a big flop. You know, people like going back to sports. People like living their lives. People like, I think it's going to be very hard for them to get a lot of compliance. Mm-hmm. And I think especially from, you know, and let's call it what it is. You're going to have, you're going to have Republicans that are scared, but you're going to have Democrats that don't care. But for the most part, most Republicans are not going to follow this. They're, and it's going to turn into worse stuff, like fights and this and that. So it's just going to be, I'm just going to sit back and laugh because I just, I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Um, I guess the last thing we have today is uh, Drea de Mateo. How do you, yeah. that how you say it? Uh, you probably don't know her name, but uh, she was Adriana in The Sopranos. She now has started her OnlyFans. Um, for anyone interested, I, I really don't know why you would be, but but uh, she's out there. I mean, she still looks great. God bless her at fifty-one. But it, it's almost kind of like uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I guess you get some fifty-year-olds who want to see her naked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably have like uh, nostalgia chasers, if you will. Yeah. But you know. God knows how much she's charging. I tried looking up. I can't find anything about what she's charging a month. It's, it's probably a lot. But, to, I mean, I don't know. You could be spending that money on uh, someone about 30 years younger. <laughs> to me, why would you even spend any money? I never understood the idea of OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. It really kind of, speaking of the COVID, it really kind of spawned out of that. Like, you know, horny, horny, uh, Horny men couldn't get to the strip club, so they just paid 20 bucks a month to see uh, some porn star whipping them out. But you can go on the internet and find free porn. Oh, of everywhere. course. Of course. But I just don't understand why you would spend money on it. I, I, I don't either, Tom, but people do. And people uh, people like it. But she's, but she's starting one. Uh, her OnlyFans bio reads, The Sopornos. Nice little play on words. Uh, apparently she is doing nude. Um, she joins other stars like Cardi B, Bella Thorne, Amber Rose, Tyga, and Chris Brown. 
So any of you guys interested in seeing some uh, Chris Brown Wang, hop on there. Like you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Beat me up with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mariana, I mean. Yeah. No, I, I mean, God bless these entrepreneurial uh, women that are willing to do stuff like this. But, I, I mean, she's got to be making bank off of, uh, like, syndication with The Sopranos. I mean, it, now does a show like that have syndication because it's owned by... No. At least, no, actually, I don't know. It might. I don't know if it, if it got past 100 episodes, I think. It, but it, HBO is weird because I don't think HBO distributes it out anywhere. I thought I remember seeing something that was like on FXX or something like that. But I could be wrong. You know? So, I, I don't know if she gets any kickback. I mean, if any, I, I'm assuming if anyone did, it's like the main guys, you know, like. Paul, well, not Paul anymore, but like you know, Christopher. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah. Well, he's dead, so he ain't making anything. Well, maybe his family is now. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you think she had to have made a pretty good amount of money? She was on it for pretty much the entire run of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'd say about at least six seasons. I mean, to me, if I was, if I was, say, someone like her, instead of doing that. And I'll give the counter offer on it too. Um, I would just go to like Comic Cons like once every two weeks. Just take a trip other places. I mean, they have them everywhere every other day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, hey, I feel like going to San Diego for the week. You got money, so you know you can afford a, you know, a hotel room or a suite or something. And just go to the Comic Con, make probably a grand, you know, a few grand. Sign a few pictures, take you know, or sign a few autographs, take a few pictures. Mm-hmm. On the counter thing, I'm wondering if she thinks that maybe she looks better now, and it's a vanity thing, or is she like. I think the money dried up. Holding on to that, <laughs> you think okay? Oh, I, I think the money. What has she really done since then? Maybe mm. a few guest stars here and there. I think the money's drying up. I think she's well. She was in one show. I think I can't. Uh, I think it was with J-Lo, maybe. It was like a cop show, I think. Okay, well, either way, that didn't, I'm assuming that didn't last too long. No, She's probably I like, I still look good. I'm 50, I'm 50 something. I'm, I'm, I still look good. Like, let me get the money now while I still look this way and then ride it out. You know, well, it's, well, it's, it's no one's hiring her. So, <laughs> so, you know, she again, she wasn't one of like the big guys on the show who had like a pretty decent career afterwards. So, I, that's why I think. I think the money dried out. And she's rotting it out until she doesn't look good anymore. That's you know, like, my two cents. I guess maybe to say this, just to throw in a question. If you were, like, rich like that, you know, like, you, you, you made a lot of money off of a show, like, what would you do? Like, would you buy a big house? Would you, like, like what do you do on your off time? So my thinking is always is this might not last. So, no, I wouldn't get a big... I'd get a decent-sized house, and I'd invest, I'd buy property. I would think toward the future. Okay. You know, because to, in my eyes, like, I could be on this hit show, and then afterwards I'm done. So I'd save as much as I could. Um, and then just ride the Comic-Con market. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, 
that that's where I look at it. Like, mm. just you're gonna make quick money. Uh, I, I, to me, I would, I would try, I would try to stay in shape, you know, because if anything ever did come up, right, you know, you kind of can't let yourself go. But I would try to get maybe more into like the production end of of movies, shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you. I look at like Mark Wahlberg and I'll hand it to the guy. He's got his fucking hands in every cookie jar there is. Oh yeah. But a lot of, I, I think a lot of where his money comes from, because even his movies, like you think Mark Wahlberg, he's kind of like Nick Cage and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Like he was real big. And then all of a sudden, like he just kind of makes like eh, movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be a theater release. You might catch it like on, you know, a limited run in a theater but like he's not to me right now he's at any moment I think he could blow up being a big star again right he's always out there for the most part he's kinda making his bank off of like producing shit yeah he produces a lot of stuff he does and he has uh, he he invests in a lot of shit Um, and I think that's where like I mean look at I mean perfect example is The Rock he made he probably made millions and millions off wrestling, but now he's doing acting. He makes millions more off that, but he's constantly doing other shit. He's you know he has a tequila out. He has he owns the XFL now. He's producing. He does he, he, so he he has he's a guy who has his hands in five million places because I think he thinks like you know this is gonna dry up one day. Let me kind of have like something to fall back on, and uh, I think a lot of. If you're smart, I think that's the the way to go, you know. Because like, because you're you're gonna die one day. At least my family can kind of get this. So in case something happens to me, they're okay. Yeah, see, I I, I get where you're coming from, and, and I guess you know we said before work ethic, but I, like I I listened to this one podcast. They, they haven't had an episode in a while, but they pretty much talk about old movies, old TV shows, and like what happened to these people. You know, it's, it's about, it's called Dearly Departed. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they talked about, the one I listened to today was about the Poseidon Adventure. And, like, they named all the people, like, the main characters in it. And pretty much most of them are dead because it was an old movie. But, like, some of these people, they just kind of, like, they had their one big thing and then, you like, never heard from them. And they just, you know, they lived in Hollywood. So, obviously, they're spending a lot of money up there, mm-hmm. you know, with taxes and, and just probably mansions. But, like, what do you do all day? Like, do they, like, I don't know, it just, and then you hear, like, the stories of, like, people going crazy or, you know, like a Joan Crawford type thing, like, where they're just psychos. Like, mm-hmm. it, like imagine just being, having, like, mental issues with all the money you need so you never have to work and you're just trapped in your own, like, little, like, torture house because mm-hmm. your, your head's going to be running wild through there. Like, yeah. I, I just, to me, I... I don't know if I'd want to do that. That's why I think I'd have to keep working. I don't care if it was being the the caterer for the fucking movie. Mm. I would need to do something. Right. I'm, I'm with you. Oh. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wind this down. <clears throat> you can follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. I'm sorry, not Twitter. It's called X now. I got I gotta remember to change that. Uh, you can follow us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit, subscri- hit the subscribe button and rate and review us. And is there anything to add before we go, Tom? Yeah, I, I just started an OnlyFans for us. Great. Because I need money. 
Yeah. And I think there's about three or four people out there who might want to see my buttocks. So, that's all I'm showing, though. I'm not going to show frontal. Okay. You can show frontal, I'll show behind. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. Until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls of the Ring. And Tom, peace out, buddy. Damn you. <laughs>